Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Hey, oh, can I say? If life was a highway, deceit was an enclave, I'd be swerving in five lanes. Speed to the high rate, like I'm sliding on ice, maybe. That's why I made it came at you sideways. I can't keep my lies straight. What I made you terminate, my baby. This love triangle left us in a rectangle. What else can I say? It was fun for a while, but I really would have loved your smile. Didn't really want to avoid, but okay, what's one more lie to tell an unborn child? Cheat on my sins, need holy water, feel it washing over me. Well, little one, I don't want to admit to something. If all it's gonna cause is pain, the truth in my lies now are falling like the rain. So let the river run. Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest Pembrokeshire news, I'm Matthew Spill. A yellow warning from the Met Office is still in place for snow or ice across Pembrokeshire. The Met Office says up to 10 centimetres of snow could still fall today and warnings will last up until tomorrow. Dozens of people across the county had complained about the slippery ice on roads and pavements yesterday. One motorist described the state of the roads in the south of the county as very dangerous. Some train services have been cancelled today and passengers have been asked not to travel. Up to 50 dogs have been rescued near Pembroke Dock in an ongoing operation to secure the safety and welfare of animals. The operation follows previous reports of the illegal slaughter of animals and the production of Smokies. Dogs Trust vans, including a dog ambulance, were on hand to ensure that affected dogs were safely retrieved and transported with care to council premises. David Powers Police have also been on the scene and the investigation is currently ongoing. Unemployment claimant rates have dropped year on year, according to latest figures. In November, there were over 2,000 claimants, with 368 of them in the 18 to 24 age group. The Department of Work and Pensions in Pembroke Dock say Jobcentre Plus have worked with the hospitality and tourism sector, such as Bluestone Resort, Folly Farm, Oakwood and Kiln Park in Tenby. They've helped to advertise their vacancies to all job seekers. The largest employers in Pembrokeshire have already started recruiting for 2019. A Pembrokeshire woman is to go on trial next month after she was charged with assault. 46-year-old Nadine Billington from Pembroke Dock has denied assaulting another woman in Haverford West in June last year. She appeared at Haverford West Magistrates Court on Tuesday and has been released on conditional bail. 
Transforming an iconic military building in Pembrokeshire could cost up to £2 million. Camp Valeur plans to buy Hubberston Fort in Milford Haven and turn it into a military-based residential camp for former servicemen and women. It describes itself as a non-profit organisation which is fundraising to buy the landmark from its current owners, the Port of Milford Haven. An online fundraising page for Camp Valeur has clocked up £163 in donations so far. A Milford Haven spokesperson said that all commercial discussions would remain confidential until an agreement had been reached. Pembrokeshire Sport now and in Division 3 West A the score was Nayland 39 and Langum 7. Full pack Patrick Ballaby cut through to score and number 10 George Evans converted before landing a penalty. The Sutton Cup was already in the bag after a 79-3 success at Pill Parks earlier in the season but they added another bonus point win here to remain second in the table. And Pembroke have beaten Tumble ahead of a huge to Christ clash. Pembroke were missing several key players for their trip. Tumble were on the board, though, with a penalty from Steph Price. But Pembroke upped the ante in the final 30 minutes, and it was Sam Smith who made a break before powering over in the corner. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. So today, weather-wise, it's going to begin rather cloud and damp across Wales. At least the sun has finally come up. Rain and drizzle will be clearing throughout the morning, bringing a largely dry and sunny afternoon, which we will welcome warmly. It'll be coming less cold than recently, with a maximum temp through the daylight hours of 11 degrees. But do expect that to plummet dramatically as soon as the sun goes down. Minimum temp tonight, 4 degrees Celsius. And of course... Obvious risks of fog. This is Pure West Radio. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall in In all the good times I find myself longing for change And in the bad times I fear myself
Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10 a.m. on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. on into hour four of very very intimidating uh trial of having a breakfast show this is really scary toby please get better and come back it is just i can't fill these shoes it's intimidating you know toby ellis station manager creator of um 
Pure West Radio, the only man I know to have had two children last year, not just this incredible project, which is his baby, but also a real-life miniature human baby. So, you know, best of both worlds. Work baby, human baby. Ah. And then you can flip back and forth between the two and, and have, yeah... I'm explaining this visually across the desk. And it's going really well, isn't it? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, you forget sometimes, even as a presenter after 10 months, you forget that certain things don't really make for very good radio. Like hand motions. Yes. Like this. It's, it's too easy to forget sometimes, though. Um, however... We have a very special guest who has arrived for a little interview. It is the final hour of the breakfast show, though. I can't believe how quickly it's gone. Um, I'm very pleased that the sun has come up. It was something that I was in denial of possibly happening today, by how dark it was when I left the house. Um, But it is time to be looking on into... Oh, Adam's Bucket Full of Hope... A grand masked ball, which is our 25th anniversary ball. Uh, in, oh, shall I continue with all the... Go on, let it flow and, and then we'll flow, come back to flow. ask you okay. some questions. Right, Wolves Castle Country Hotel, this Saturday, September, um, September, September, um, January the 9th. February. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's very early in the morning. If you want, we can pretend it's not live and just start that from the top. (laughs) Okay. So we start this again from the top. (laughs) You said Um, you didn't want to do another one after this one, though. And uh, now you've already already said that you're going to have one in September. You're going to have to stick to it. Well, we have to. We can put the evidence up. We can share around the podcast. It'll be everywhere. (laughs) So I don't confuse everyone. It's Valentine's week. What a lovely thing to do. Dress up and come along to Valentine's well it's not Valentine's night but it is that week and um, we are celebrating 25 years um, of fundraising for the NHS uh, when Adam was alive uh, 25 years ago and newly diagnosed and following his death in 2004 where his friends and his families uh, and his family have continued uh, fundraising in his vein and and in his name so um, we've got lots of things. I'm I'm burbling on now. <laughs> no, you go for it. It makes such a. It'll be nice one to have another voice that is <laughs> that's going to go on a spiel today. I've nervously done it so many times. Okay, you take the reins, Chris. Okay. Thank you. Just hold the reins. Don't let me go on and on and on. Um, we've got um, a champagne reception at seven o'clock when everybody arrives. There's a little surprise at seven thirty. You'll have to come there to see what it is and then we have a three-course meal followed by a live band and a disco dancing away into the early hours of the evening or and into the morning Uh, the band is uh, Rick Berry and Retrospect and of course our own Rob Thomas who was always does the disco for us for the last so many years I'd like to, uh, well, we're hoping that our uh, Toby is going to be well enough to be the MC. So, Toby, if you're listening to this, please, please get well soon. (laughs) And um, 
And and I'd like to say a few things for the people that are attending. I want to say a very, very big thank you to Charlie Absley, who is getting married. And um, she wanted to do something for charity. And she's brought her 18 hens to the hen party. And they're dressing up in beautiful masks and beautiful ball gowns. So there'll be lots of photographs of them. Thank you, Charlie. And also... Janet, Janet Hawkins, one of our bucketeers, a very brave bucketeer. She's been in uh, hospital for considerable time over um, uh, since uh, she put her family and and uh, she organised a New Year's Day swim in Cardigan and has raised a fantastic amount, which we will we'll see on on the night. Um, get well soon, Janet. We're looking forward to seeing you on the night as well and the family. Thank you very much. I'll hand you over now to Izzy. <laughs> I'm not sure what to ask you now after that. <laughs> All I want to know about is these surprises. So we've got a total reveal and a 7.30 secret surprise. Well, I, I, everybody in, in Adam's Bucket Full of Hope, know, they know what we're doing and the format of the evening. But we just thought for guests we'd like to keep something back. Um, we've had a pretty busy year um, because it's our 25th anniversary um, quarter of a century. A quarter of a century since Adam What's was What's that in anniversary, Tims? What would that be? Silver? Golden? Silver. Silver anniversary from when wow. Adam, Adam was diagnosed. And um, we're hoping that we'll have Ward 10 and CDU girls there amongst to say our thanks, as we always say every year. Um, we have had a pretty busy year, all told. We've... Um, uh, Apart from our usual partying and our usual trips and uh, we have our Wednesday uh, coffee morning which is quite well known now where um, you have to fight for the soapbox. Um, the girls do crafting. It's not only the girls, girls and boys um, that have gone down with this dreadful, dreadful uh, illness. So um, we have been busy. I don't know how we got into it but we've been busy making a film, a little documentary. And um, thanks to Kevin Shales and Nick Swannell, we have um, a fascinating um, well, piece of, of um, filming of our lovelies uh, running across the beach at New Gales singing a song. And is this then of the co- collective known as the Bucketeers? The Bucketeers, I yes. think I caught that when you mentioned it earlier. Yes. And that's a fantastic collaboration yes. name. Well, it was one of our first uh, patients, Diane, Diane Nicholas, um, Nicholson, sorry. Um, she said, oh, mm, we want to give the impression that we're not giving in to this. We're fighting this. You know, we will not give in to cancer, whatever happens. So how about calling us the Bucketeers instead of the Buccaneers? And I thought, wow, yes, that's pretty good. So they're known as the Bucketeers. They're a lively bunch. Uh, They know how to party and they're not (laughs) afraid of anything. So they will be there till the nth hour on Saturday evening. Really, really going for it. Fantastic. Now, I'm sorry to backtrack, but for anybody who wasn't aware, could you tell us about the location and times for your coffee mornings on Wednesday? Ah, yes. On Wednesdays... um, Where can I find you? If you come to... I find myself free on a Wednesday morning and craving (laughs) a a swift brew, where can I come to? Actually, we're just up the road from you. We're in number 11, Dew Street. And... um, not a lot of people, uh, unless you're involved in cancer, you're not going to 
to find us. But we've got, uh, it's a sort of Pandora's box. It looks from a, like a, a two-windowed house, um, shop from the outside. But when you come in, you soon realise, like all of these old buildings in this area, uh, it's a maze. And so we have a three-floored uh, charity shop at the front. Um, we have a bargain basement. We have a tea room, um, which is all gluten-free, dairy-free, has all the um, allergies that you could possibly wish to avoid. Uh, we've got rid of them. And um, then on a Wednesday, uh, well, it's, it's all week really, but on a Wednesday, the coffee morning meet and they decide... Um, what they want to do and I, don't ask me how we got into making a film but it was decided um, they normally say oh wouldn't it be nice I think we should take the coffee mornings out on the beach yes well how are we going to do that well we'll have to have a minibus mm-hmm. all right then so and after- which beach are we going to send this uh, this minibus towards oh they and- want to try all the beaches they Excellent. want to do special walking they want to do exercise on the beach they just want to get out of the four walls when you're feeling really down and we want and they got specific ideas about this um uh, this uh, minibus that this wonderful minibus we're going to have it's got to have a table just like in on the train where you can make the sandwiches and you know cut the cakes up and things like that how many fold up picnic tables and chair sets do you now have I'm envisioning this being the one. Am oh, I no. right? This, this has to be built into this wonderful minibus. They have designed wow. this minibus that is going to be purpose-made for them. So they've got an awning if they want to sit outside, and those that can't make it onto the beach can watch. But the essential thing is to have a cup of tea and some nice cakes and a good gossip. Yes. And then, you know, a bit of fresh air, sea air. It's all about the magic of sleep. You know, you you have sleep, you have good sleep, um, and you get up in the morning refreshed and things don't look so black. You know, that that's our ethos anyway. And it does work for everybody though, that fresh air thing. Fresh air. I mean as soon as your toddlers have grown up, you sort of you don't really see the beach as such an emergency fantastic. Um I mean I'm guessing that in generations gone past they just used Nitol. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And now, you know, since since the you know, the questionability of that became a bit yeah. more forefront. We started mm. using fresh beach air, but as soon yes. as they've grown past the toddler stage, it's easy to forget it that is, it can yeah. be really sleep-inducing. A good walk, exercise that they're putting out now on the uh, the big multinationals are saying exercise is very important for cancer patients. It does, and it's exercise is good for everybody. Just a walk across the beach. But also, you want to keep your well-being. Exactly. If you look after that, then you're yeah. giving yourself the most positive frame of mind you possibly can yeah but at the moment we have the um the the coffee morning and again um you know rather than staying home and being miserable looking at um four walls and more than miserable if you've if and there's many out there that have felt the kick in the chest. We all know what it is, the, the War 10 walk. We've all been there. We've all felt it. Um, you need company. You need someone when you think, oh, my God, I'm, I'm stage four. Oh, my God. And you 
you just think and think and think and you come in on a Wednesday for the first time and you start chatting and you get to know the girls and um, the boys and someone says yeah I've, I've been stage four for sort of like five years now and suddenly everything's put into context you need you need each other you need to talk about the problems you're having physically the after effects of horrible things like the chemotherapy and the radiotherapy you all need to have that sort of discussion and I'm guessing that that first sort of visit to the coffee morning then is sort of done by people that are presumably still in the shell shock of yeah. of yeah. finding yeah. this diagnosis yeah. out yeah. and presumably have families as well. Yes, families so and shock carers. How many the- of the women have already fo- accidentally fallen into that I must be the strong one role, even though... Absolutely. It's them that it's going yeah. to happen Absolutely. to. They, they said, you know, uh, as you say, um, people around them uh, treat them like walking on eggshells. The worst thing you can do. Um, so you just need to come in to have someone saying, you know, pulling the, the bull by the horns, basically, and say, well, OK, you've got colon cancer? Right. Well, one, two and three, those girls over there, you sit and have a chat with them because they're... They're the ones that are busy designing their masks and what have you, you know. You just need company. You need company. You need to come in. Um, What we offer is um, thank... I must say a big thanks to Macmillan's up in the hospital in the front entrance there because they've taken our, our folders and now we're getting a lot more people coming in that are newly diagnosed rather than um, waiting three weeks or four weeks in this, this awful straight jacket of fear. They seem to be coming in a lot earlier, which is a great help. So have you managed to have your sort of signposting moved forward to a, an earlier like sort of off the cuff pivotal point for people. I think it's it's thanks to Macmillan's because they're up at the hospital and then they can actually say, "Have you tried here? Have you gone here? Oh, if you if you want some lymphedema drainage therapy, you go to Bucketful because we have a, a fully qualified lymphedema therapist." That's a fantastic thing to be yes. able to fund as an organisation, though. Yeah, that's so, right. What sort of things do you fund then? What is because obviously Lots. Adam's Bucket Full of Hope is something that is sort of quite a renowned name. It's not one that I've been overly familiar with, but no. I'm sure I've spent at least fifteen, twenty years hearing it pass yes. back and yes. forth as an organisational yeah. title. But with all of your incredible fundraising doings and acquirings, where does that then go? Well, um, it used to go when Adam was alive. We were fundraising for the new Cancer Day unit, which we've now got. That was last year. Um, then um, we um, we funded a um, high dependency room in Cardiff while we were waiting for this unit to be built. And um, then we lost two of our members. And so we opened up this support centre because I felt they don't have the time to to be faffing around and waiting so we let, let's start it here so what we what we have evolved into is that you can come in and have um, lymphedema drainage therapies different we've got um, two therapists uh, three beauticians um, uh, a shed full of counselors a podiatrist um, Wednesdays we have all sorts of crafts where we offer trips out we offer four parties a year where everybody gets together and let their hair down and <clears throat> silver lining in the beauticians there as well because you want to go home feeling like That's you right. look good yes. 
And also yeah. with these four parties a year, I mean, it, you're well, going to need nails and things for that, aren't that's you? That's it. That's <laughs> it. Yes, chemotherapy has the effect of taking the hair on your head, but giving you some on your chin in, you know, a, a straight swap, which is very, you know, when you're feeling at your worst, um, it's lovely to be able to have, you know, um, um, face facial massage, that sort of thing. But we also have late... Um, we've noticed that some of the old NHS um, compression garments are not what they should be. So one or two of our patients have had very specialist compression garments and we're having very good results. We're also now looking, although we're not saying, we're not uh, for one moment saying that we're in any way medically uh, um, orientated. What we're about is relaxation, um, de-stressing, and uh, allowing people to come to terms with what's happening. But we have uh, our therapist now wants this. This is why we're having the ball, essentially. Our therapist wants this new machine. It's called um, a deep tissue oscillator. And um, it's quite, that's a big word, isn't it? Um, yeah, but it's, uh, ooh. Yes. I can depict where I think this is going and what it, yes. it, it should be doing and how, but... Well, nice. that's the you know your deep you, tissue as well. Deep tissue oscillator, so it can it's working obviously with with strobes and vibe. and it's the difference. I I when I explain to people, it's the difference between an electric toothbrush and a manual toothbrush. Yeah. Our therapist can move the lymph away from where your swollen arm or your swollen leg and help you there. But this wonderful machine will disperse it. It will disperse it, and it's used in all the top clubs with millionaire um, footballers and rugby players. You know, when they've uh, straight uh, sprained. Well, if the 15 million, you know, um, contracted yearly wage players, if it's good enough for them, mm. I guess it's good for our Pembrokeshire people. Well, it'll be the only one in Pembrokeshire as I know of. That's so, impressive, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, wow. That's a, that's a big acquirement, too. That's, that will be good. And it's actually... Um, uh, when you're actually massaging someone, it's going to save the, on the therapist as well because it's a glove and it's the work is done by the glove. So she just smooths it over your leg or your arm where the, wherever the lymphedema is and it disperses it. And, of course, then you're running to the loo. <laughs> but it's <laughs> lovely to think of, of these things that you're acquiring to be able to mm. assist in the repositioning and dispersal of, of lymph, which I'm guessing mm. isn't just... An issue for people with lymph-related no, it's, cancers? Uh, it's, is it quite a, a common thing? It's symptom? something that you, you, you find you have um, breast cancer and then suddenly after they've taken your breast away or they take some of your lymph nodes under your arm and then it, it depends on, you know, um, there's adhesions and all sorts of things and um, it'll happen or it won't after breast cancer. So a lot of our ladies, you'll see them with these elastic stockings on their arms and it's very painful because it drains into the arm and it's a bit like cellulitis. You know, when your arm swells, it's a very, very uncomfortable and to, to sort of survive breast cancer only to be left with lymphedema is, is a real bummer, you know, it really is for them. So that's one of the things we're up to. We, we, we've got, oh, we've got wonderful ideas, you know, and um, with this film that we've made, um, we, I've always proud, prided ourselves, well, prided myself, that I've never had a grant or um, gone anywhere for funds. And we've done it really by sheer hard work. 
That's an so. impressive accomplishment. As as somebody that sort of mm-hmm. is very passionate about finding out about organisations and what they do and how they do it, because yeah. sometimes it can be desperate um, attempts to acquire funding, Absolutely. especially yeah. as yeah. as county wide organisations have to be reduced to tri counties yes. that are on half the money. Yes, but to be able to be a fully self-funded organization is an accomplishment and a half so i'd just like to give you the recognition for that right there well done well i just feel that you know we couldn't do anything we couldn't do any of what we're doing without the pembershire public and people well i have to fight to get in through the door sometimes because the donations are piled up against our door and without that um we just wouldn't be able to do it we convert what you put on our doorstep into cash and I have to say uh, that the patients come in they have the free treatment as soon as the consultant has signed their application form they have everything free and some of them are not able-bodied and some are but I, um, I have two lovely ladies behind the counter on Thursday and they watch the till whereas um, I would say now 60% of our staff are the patients themselves so they are putting back what they feel they're having from us. Especially when you know that you're an organisation providing really empowering support when the people you've supplied that support to stay on afterwards mm-hmm. and, and, and are determined to be able to give back. That's because right. That's right. It, it's, it's, that's when you know that an organisation is going to be described by people as something that saved them. Yes. Whether it's from themselves or from consequences or just from being cut off by isolation and various things. It's it's one of it's one thing that's recurring amongst organizations. It's lovely to hear. They've got a gang, you see. They make friends and they're the buccaneers. And they have this wonderful so when we do go out, like the this this um, Saturday evening, we have a lot of illness over this uh, Christmas. But they will be there. They've all sort of been uh, making their masks on on the Wednesday, and some of the masks are in this, the shop for sale. And wow. they've been sorting out and trying on dresses. So it's very very exciting. So you've got them for sale up in the up shop, in the shop. Eleven G yeah. Street, though. So if anybody who's planning to attend the ball and is going, oh my gosh, I was planning on going. I've got a ticket, but I don't have a mask. I can't go to a charity ball for a masquerade. Without a mask, they can come up to you. They can. They can come up. We've had, we'll be, as you say, we're three um, stories in the building. It opens up. Um, we have this sort of tea room, which is a godsend because if I don't feel like cooking, I can just take away. <laughs> so That's he does fantastic. take away. Yeah. He takes away. I mean, his cheesecake is to die for and it's gluten free and. Yeah, sadly, it's not fat-free. You say cheesecake, and I'm trying to guesstimate just how many oh. doors up that is. Oh, yes. But I love the way that you depicted this as, as a tiny little building that's got three rooms to be in the charity shop, but also obviously has space to be a coffee shop. Oh, sorry, it's not three rooms, it's three no, floors. It's three, three floors? Well, I beg your pardon, that's me burbling. Wow. Three floors. Well, I was already looking at the idea of it being a bit of a TARDIS inside, well, was, and so yeah, excitably, yeah. bigger on the inside. Yes, yes. So for anybody who wants to... Uh, yeah. Just go, maybe if you need that to be your excuse to go in and, well, yes, and yes. experience some surprising spatial yeah, yeah. dimensions. People are very, very good, I have to say, and I have to, and I keep saying, 
thank you Pembrokeshire because without what you put on our doorstep you put some beautiful things on the doorstep and um, we are reasonably priced uh, we have a bargain basement we have a to recycle we have three floors and we have what, what upstairs that they call posh frocks um, that's the very expensive uh, labels so we keep them up there for about two months and if they haven't sold, they go down to the shop floor. And there, they are sold for £3. And after two months, if they're not sold, they go down to bargain basement and are sold at a pound. Because you can get a lot of dress sitting Absolutely. in a wardrobe. Yes, yeah. After being bought yeah. to wear once or twice. And That's they can right. sat there, sit there for a decade. Yeah. And it's something that you spend hundreds of pounds mm. on. And of it's course, there. there's so much... Yeah, wedding dresses within it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We encourage. We've got a. um, We've got our. I. I won't tell how young she is, but she is our youngest, and she's. hmm, Well, just over eighty and close to ninety. But she does the. This our lovely Sheila. She is our buck lady, along with the gorgeous Martin. And we have, uh, we are now in the process of making the children's room and we're putting all the children's books down there and they will be four for a pound because we like children taking armfuls of books away. Fantastic. Yeah. I am very aware of the fact I have two orange bags of charity donations at the bottom of my stairs. But before I go through what sort of stuff's <laughs> in it, perhaps you can answer that for me by telling me what donations you do accept. I know one of those orange bags is full of Beatrix Potter books oh, and good. Winnie the Pooh ones that Brilliant. all go in series. Brilliant. So we'll bring we'll yes. bring them and drop them over. We take everything. We, we don't everything. say... Fantastic. Yeah, we take everything and it's, uh, you know, this is part and parcel of where we get our money because after we sold it in the shop um, and it's gone, if it hasn't sold upstairs and it hasn't sold in the shop on ground floor and it goes in the basement and it hasn't been sold there, it goes into bags and we have a lovely chap, Les from Cumbran, who comes to pick up our waste. Does he do weighted sales? And yes, we sell then and it goes, then they go, I think they go to... Um, Eastern Bloc countries, Africa, India. So, you know, there's a long story with what comes through. And it is a very, very hard job. So when these bucketeers are working, they're working very, very hard. Um, But they enjoy it. They do enjoy it. And they're the people with the most actual perspective of what the organisation is about and what you're raising for as well. Yes. And just having purpose, though, at any Um, point, with any physical or mental illness, let alone terminal um, or conditions that Mm. are going to deteriorate as they progress, um, just perspective. That's right. uh, Just inclusion and purpose. Uh, two such wonderful weapons that you can brandish against so many, uh, just such a wide variety of things that you will come up against in day-to-day yes, life yes, yes. as you struggle on through. Yeah. Uh, quite often in a rather like her- heroic battle that you'd see in films and sometimes you can sort of well, be I know. fending these things off with... Uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a carer for my son. I lost my son. But... Um, this has helped me, you know, stand up and, and pulled me through. Because, you know, it's not just the loss of a child. There's a lot of things that implode that you're not aware of. You think you're normal at the time, but the reality is far from, you're far from normal. And it all stems with the initial concept of the fact that there's not even a name for people that lose their children. No, no, like, down no. on that 
such a basic simplicity, you know it's the wrong way round. Yes. Because it, yes. nobody's yes. ever named it. No. No. It's, it's the only this is the only way you know you've got a soul because you lose part of yourself. And you do lose. You're never ever the same. You're never the same again. But, you know, um this there's a tremendous sense of um fulfillment when things go right, when you can see that they're enjoying themselves that's you know we do uh, we do um we had a a, a, fe- um, a festival which toby was involved with which was a thank you after we'd made the this new um fodder up in Withbush hospital excellent before they announced that they were closing the hospital or they downgraded anyway we won't go there um no, we're going to keep positive. <laughs> we're, we're going to, to use the tools that we've uh, just yeah. been gathering from this conversation and keep a positive perspective <laughs> and yeah. just carry that on through. The fodu is the most, well, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, I didn't know quite, because I, I travelled around with a few of the uh, committee members of the Bucketful and we looked at other um cancer daycare units around just to see what was available or what how they were operating and I thought yes but it still had the feel of an old people's home you know the or I didn't see one that I that really socked me sort of sterileness oh, and the and the and orderly form of yeah, everything sort of still being uniform no matter which yeah, unit you're in and the fabric and the color and you know and then we came back to ours and I know it's uh, it's um it's uh, Pembrokeshire. It's the Fodu is Pembrokeshire Hematology and Oncology uh, Day Unit. But I would say to anyone, if you do go to have a look at it, because they have screens which um, are, are fantastic. When you pull them ac- across, they're quite huge screens, and you can pull them out, and you can um, screen off a, a whole bay, and you pull out a beach. And it feels as though you're lying on the beach. It is Excellent. absolutely fabulous. Distractions are always epic yeah. in my book, yes. but it's a place where distractions should be. Yes, it's yeah, it's a perfect home for them. That's right. And the best distraction you can get is putting a line of dresses or uh, um, things into a rainbow, or sort of sorting the jewellery box to see what's in there. You know, all ladies like clothes and shoes and all the rest of it. So, you know... If you're anything like mine, and you'll have different jewellery boxes for the posh stuff (laughs) and for the costume jewellery. That's it. And there was little rules that she'd set herself as to when each was allowed. It had to be a a special occasion of at least an above-par calibre for the special jewellery box. That's it. That's it. But they love it. They love... uh, And another thing is dressing the window. And here I have to say I've got... Three lovely ladies, our Vi, Mary and Karis. Oh, and Angela, four lovely ladies, sorry girls. And they dress our windows uh, fabulously. And, uh, and hurry up and get well, Mary. So we, we've, we've had a, a fair amount of uh, knocks over this Christmas with, with um, uh, you know, illness and things. And the weather I don't think is going to be very forgiving. No, you have to keep them in. If there's Wrap bugs going around, as much as you possibly yes, can, yeah, until yeah, just yeah. it wouldn't it be wonderful if something that you could give out would be clean bills of health. There you go. <laughs> this <laughs> one's for you. Yes, <laughs> you put in so much effort over Christmas that we've decided mm. we're just gonna give you. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's that'd be lovely. That would be the icing on the cake, wouldn't it? Yeah. But um, so this is where we're at, and it's twenty-five years 
to this day. And we've made a little um, uh, documentary about it to show... Uh, it, the documentary starts with Adam because he was actually uh, filmed by uh, HTV Wales This Week. And the first time he had a little bit part, but had so much uh, um, mail, fan mail, that they decided that he was going to go through a transplant, that they would film him going through the transplant. So there's... Wow, that's... Yes. That's massive, though. He was in a sterile bubble, and he had a little camera in the corner. And normally, um, they told him what would happen. It would be dreadful and all... Anyway, because he had that camera, because he had to get up every day and think, now, what am I going to say today? Oh, my hair has dropped out, right? I'm going to say this. So um, he... His mind was constantly on... What the, he's on TV. He was an actor, and um, the prof said to me afterwards uh, when he came out, he said, "I've never seen anybody eat their way through a transplant. <laughs> Everything we told him, he did, and he really, you know, he was really sort of um, forcing himself through it, and that's where the distraction mm. came from, uh, from for us to Perfect. distract people. Excellent, but the, uh, also having the opportunity to stand up and give your monologue for what you've been through in any given day is a really good way to be able to yes to detach yourselves i mean it's amazing how many people will thrive if they're given the opportunity i mean as you touched briefly on in regards to yourself losing adam and still being here so many years later Mm. um i think that the voluntary work that people get most passionate about is ones that allow them to be the person that they needed at that time in need yes yes. i mean bereavement and grief are such a personal minefield anyway um that it's a very personal and unique process that every person will go through completely differently but it's the one that we sort of get very tentative about and don't like mm. like people will avoid mentioning people that's right and yes for some, some people will cross the, the road rather than speak to you because they don't know what to say you know it's it's very hurtful at the time but now it's it's taken me a while to realize that you know that that some people cannot cope they don't want to talk talk no. about death they don't want to it's just too too much for them and you have to realize that you must not feel oh my god why are they ignoring me you know or maybe even just have the courage to say would you like me to sp-? you know hmm. would you like me to make sure that i still mention yes you know your loved yeah, ones exactly. to you, and you stuff. know but being in a position as well where you can advise families or or yes. you know yeah, i'm guessing that it's a question that you may be faced with quite a lot now after um, in regards to sort of, we've lost this person. What can yes, I say? Or I, I, people don't ask you that. It's just that you get together and you talk, and then you talk about how you've coped with it. Or if it's not cope, it's just I fell into this, and it was just my saving grace. You know, um, yeah. other people can do it. You t- you you take that extreme. It could be very easy. There's a big black hole behind you and you can easily fall into that and you can easily become depressed. It's uh, You need to fight to move forward yeah. and you need to have someone to help you, to encourage you to move forward. And one of the ways of doing that is to throw yourself into something. You know, throw it. Some people sort of um, hide from the world. I've taken the opposite. I've come out and I've bought the pants off most of them. <laughs> but, you know, um, they... <laughs> It's it, what is lovely is when they get together and there's a whole gang of them, about 14 of them up there chattering away. And then they'll take a, a little 
break and one will go out for a... Um, they have their, their treatments throughout the day while they're there. So yeah. they go out and they'll have their nails and then they'll come back and so on. And you can sort of have the positive of being able mm. to go out and have a day yes. trip and then yeah. just sort of merge the pros and cons yeah. in together and make and it's it always, more manageable for everybody. That's right. It's always, okay then, now then, it's coming to spring. Where are we got? Now we've got the spring babies party to do with and then we've got, um, now we've got to think. One person told me last week, he said, well, we didn't get round to Caffili Castle. I'd like to see Caffili. It's, it's a big castle. You've I'd got like an to excuse to go back to the, is it the, the Castle Koch? Is we, that yes. the right one? Well, I think that we they went, quite often put dragons and sculptures right. up inside it yeah. as well. Yeah. It's always worth having an excuse to go back. Well, we there. went, the last big trip was last summer and we went to Castle Koch and up to um, the Roman uh, baths up in, um, what's the place that's up the top in the, in the um, Oh, it escaped me now. And we were supposed to go to Caffili Castle, but because we took so much time and had some food, of course, we just ran you out of time. You don't get day trips often. You want to trundle <laughs> yes, and, and enjoy right. it. Yeah. But being an organisation that still gives and promotes the opportunity mm. to get out in a minibus for the yes. day, go yes. up the M4 and just see something that you're not yeah. going to see if you stay at home. If you're together, it's, it's being together, you have much more fun. We've also Excellent. started now, um, we buy tickets in bulk. Yeah. So you know yourself, oh, that sounds lovely. I'd like to go and see that, but I've got no one to go with. I won't go on my own. So when there's 10 of you... And you've got a whole bunch of bucketeers yes. to be able to pick your accomplices Yeah, from. so you can discuss it. Wow. And so, you know, you really enjoy the day out. Then possibly in the evening you'll go for a drink afterwards and you'll chat about what you've seen and uh, what you thought about it. It's all part and parcel of the distraction. Yeah, it is. But also, it's sort of... We've got this and we are yeah. going to continue yes. and we're not going to yes. let it beat us, as you said when you came in. Yes. Now, we've nearly let this interview devour a whole hour. It's gone by so swiftly. I've got Ed Sheeran in the system. I'm just waiting on a heads up from the track that you would like. But also, let's swiftly go back over the details for your event on Saturday, if that's <clears throat> all right with yes. you. Yes, yes. And as soon as I say that, it just disappears from my screen. <laughs> It was there, it was right in front of me. I had it ready, that was why I said it. And it's... it's Wolf's Castle Country Hotel. Yeah, or Alta Avon, depending Alta on how Avon. you know it. Saturday the 9th of February. And they put on a party as Absolutely. well, don't they? Seven o'clock prompt start with a champagne reception. Yeah, because you want your glass of champagne glass and to be able champagne. to settle down ready for the 7.30 surprise. Yes, that's right. Excellent. So you grab, you find your tables, have a chin wag, settle, and then food is 8 o'clock. And the band is um, normally, um, again, can we extend our um, get well wishes to Tim Pounder, who has done his back in, and a few others of Symphony Sid and the Swing Kings, who were supposed to be our band. And they have been every year, but we've, they've all had sort of problems. So get well soon, uh, guys. And um, we've got uh, Rick Berry and Retrospect. Thank you for stepping in and helping us out. And, of course, Rob Thomas Disco. His famous, legendary part of your ball disco. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's when we're all staggering around at the end of the night. <laughs> Excellent. You know, you've painted a very honest depiction of... Uh, <laughs> a ball. 
Of the level of high percent proof spirits you're probably yes. all going to be in, <laughs> which is excellent though. And Wolf's Castle always know how to throw a party. Yes, yes. They always have and they never fail to live yes, up to that. Yes. And it's just such a lovely place to yeah, be in. Yeah. It's got a really good vibe as soon it as has. they have a function on the go. Yes. But the experience of as well of being able to have a masked ball in Pembrokeshire. When are we going to get to do that again? Especially oh. if you don't do another ball. Well, this I is mean, this could be the um, last I've one. I've said I won't. This is my last ball. But I'm quite open to other people <laughs> creating yeah. the ball. I'll help just all I can. But Pass uh, the torch, yes. allow them to do it and yes. just get to go as a guest and that's, enjoy. That's fine. Well, speaking of enjoying and guests, it's been lovely to have you in Thank today, you. Chris. Thanks so much. And for speaking so openly mm. and I know you've been worried about waffling don't be at all it's been oh, lovely to hear such an honest waffling. and open account of just sort of it's not always something that's easy to put yourself into a position where you can get a clear view and perspective on on how people are feeling in those circumstances mm. so thank you so so much mm. um pleasure. Adam's bucket full of hope appeal complete with bucketeers mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing that this is what you're gearing up for now is is Saturday but you're such an awe amazing and awe-inspiring thank you um, just place for fundraising to be going and mm-hmm. as well it's so lovely that you get to control what you've got coming in and then be able to have the freedom yes. to control where it goes out to, which is something that to be a county in control of that, it, it means a lot and it's a very rare find. Mm. So it's just something we're, we're once again thankful to the people of Pembrokeshire. For yes, absolutely. Without, without Pembrokeshire people, we could not do what we're doing. I say this time and time again, we could not do what we are doing. No. So Thank you. Ed Sheeran, though. Yes. I mean, we only we may, may only be a mere radio station, but we do have the power to play you a track of your choice as a thank you for being such a thank fantastic you. interview guest today. Thank you. Which Ed Sheeran would you like? Mm-hmm. You choose. Oh, there's a very long list there. <laughs> Go on. Can't think of the name. Um... Is it I one of his older ones or newer ones? Uh, one of the newer ones. Um, you choose. Okay. I'll I just love him. I just one. love Ed Sheeran. Galway Girl? Yes, Galway Girl. Fantastic. I love that. Yes. I have a ten-year-old that knows the whole rap to this. <laughs> yes. It's an impressive feat. I'm in admiration every time she does it. Every time I see it live or covered, I'm like, yeah, you don't know the rap bit, but my ten-year-old does. <laughs> so this is for you then, Chris, as thank a massive you. thank you for coming in. And I wish you all the best with the ball on Saturday. I'm sure it's going to go down amazingly and be a storm. Um, the tickets are still tickets available. There's still three tables to go. If you'd like a ticket, come up to the shop or give us a ring. 01437-779400. And yep. the tickets are for a £35 each. Brilliant. And a fantastic cause as well there. Right then, some Ed Sheeran. I'm going to get... Thank I you. think we should have a little dance around the studio now, <laughs> just as we've... we've Done the serious bit and let's relax and enjoy a little yes. bit of a pre-party before Saturday. Well, you can catch Chris and the rest of the Bucketeers at their 
fantastic mass ball fundraiser in the Alta Ravern on Saturday, starting at 7pm, champagne reception, a surprise at 7.30 before a meal and then dancing the night away to a variety of different musical acts and fabulousness. And even hopefully MC Toby Ellis, our wonderful and incredible, muchly missed yet poorly station manager. Right then, Galway Girl. Thank you. On to it. She played the fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands A baby, I just wanna dance I met her on Grafton Street Right outside of the bar She shared a cigarette with me While her brother played the guitar She asked me, what does it mean? The Gaelic ink on your arm Said it was one of my friend's songs Do you wanna drink on? She took Jamie as a chaser Jack for the fun She got Arthur on the table With Johnny riding a shotgun Chatted some more One more drink at the bar Then put Van on the jukebox Got up to dancing You know she played Pretty little girl And then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the room As last orders were called was when she stood on the stool After dancing to Kaylee singing to trad tunes I never heard Carrick Fergus ever sung so sweet A cappella in the bar using her feet for a beat Oh I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week And in this packed out room where she was singing to me You know she played a fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hand Said baby I just wanna dance My pretty little girl She played the fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And baby, I just wanna dance My pretty little Galway girl The 2019 Six Nations is brought to you in association with County Sports, the only independent sports shop in Pembrokeshire. Massive winter sale now on to make room for exciting spring summer stock arriving soon. Under Armour Welsh rugby shoes for the Six Nations, along with plenty of other WRU products. County Sports, a team who aim to provide the best service possible. Find us at the Old Bridge, Halford West. Listen out for Wales Team News. Updates as well as prize giveaways during the season campaign here on Pure West Radio. 
Tune in to the B.B. Scone Show with me, B.B. Scone, at 7 o'clock every Sunday night here on Pure West Radio for two hours, yes, two hours, of the best in local music, including guests live in session at the legendary Comprehensive Gig Guide. Did you hear that? Come on, you can do it! That's the sound of setting a goal and achieving it. Taking it slow, grasping the club gently, focusing on the ball, lining up the stroke, and it goes in! With all-year-round golf at an incredible £480 for a new member. Terms and conditions apply. For your new membership, call now on 